0: Hello, hello. Today is Monday, July 5th, 2021. First off, I hope everyone had a fantastic 4th of July holiday. Hope it was great, safe, everything like that. Enjoy the most of it on Independence Day. And for this episode, I want to apologize for the previous week. Uh, as I had a technical malfunction and everything like that, that just didn't result in me uploading an episode. So it really was frustrating. I was very upset. However, I decided, you know what? Maybe it's best right now if I just start fresh and go to a new week as we're going to miss an episode once in a while, but it's just very rare to do that. So you know what? We're going to start new. We're going to have another week. And we have a lot to talk about, which is great as the NBA and NHL are really wrapping up quickly. Uh, It's been an interesting year with covid and everything like that with the whole shortened season and who's going to make it, who's going to not, and especially with the NBA as the fact that LeBron, Steph Curry, Durant, they're not in the finals at all, and no one expected the finals outcome of this, and I think we should be actually be grateful for it. Now, that's actually what I'm going to start with, and last, what I'll talk about quickly is the NHL and the Lightning Canadian series. Um, And everything like that is that, as I'm speaking right now, it's 3-0 Tampa Bay. I apologize. I am doing this uh, as of I can now. I'm busy as of tomorrow. So it's going to be interesting, but I am rooting for the Lightning. If they close it out, they close it out. But it's been one heck of a season for both teams. And uh, we're going to start with the NBA, however, as you have the Bucs and the Suns in the NBA finals for this 2021 season, oh my gosh! Who who would have thought? We thought it was going to be a weird season to begin with, with 72 games. Everyone was like, "Oh, Lakers next, without a doubt." I said it, you said it, you know it. And next thing you know, the Bucks don't become the one seed and have all that pressure on them. Instead, they become a three seed and go against the number five Atlanta Hawks, who come out of nowhere. To upset all of Philadelphia and Atlanta basically ended Ben Simmons' career. And then you had the Bucs, who just beat the Nets. I understand injuries, but still, hey, on the road, in Brooklyn. Now with Bucks, Hawks, Bucks win. Who would have expected that? We all, I think, thought of a Sixers-Nets top-seeded fight. And then as for the East, the Lakers losing the first round. You have the Clippers somehow go to the conference finals and put up a fight against the Suns who had a pretty easy path, but still a great one. Uh, it's just been outstanding. The Suns just shocked us. I mean, really, it's just no one expect. When the Suns got Chris Paul, I said, hey, they're going to be making the playoffs. It's good experience for them. And that's all they'll do. They'll maybe be a 7-6 seed, and they won't do much. Instead, he had the Phoenix Suns go out there and just demolish. He had the Utah Jazz choke and everything like that. Oh, my gosh. It's just been great. It's been incredible. And I have to say, man, this is good for a change of scenery. It's needed. I'm sorry. I'm tired of the same old NBA when it comes to LeBron, Steph Curry. It's been great dynasties, but I'm sick of it. Yeah, the Suns beat up the Lakers. Thank goodness. Then they beat up on Denver, and they beat the Clippers, and both the Clippers and the Lakers lost in Staples Center. Wow. The Suns, I thought, were going to be that kind of tier team that, all right, Chris Paul's here. Maybe they'll do a little better, get that playoff exposure that like the Sacramento Kings have never gotten yet, and just learn from it. But no, they're in the freaking finals, man. That's insane. Now, I get it. They beat up on my Clipper team. But I'm proud of what my Clippers were doing this year. And you know what? Either way, I don't care. I'm rooting for the Suns because Chris Paul is the reason why I became a Clipper fan at first. And I still followed him in every which way and rooted for him. And this is about time. He had a great, great speech after the game in Staples Center. His family was there. And you could just tell he was voicing out his frustration so kindly. Um, but he's finally there. Now you got to try and put it on top. He is one of the best players, most underappreciated players that is still not won a ring. I'm rooting for the Suns hardcore. Would I be upset if the Bucs won? Not at all. Not at all. I think the Bucs finally got over that hump. They had a lot of pressure when they signed a Kumpo to that max contract extension. But at the end of the day, who do I want to see win? I mean, come on. Drake Crowder is a great player. Uh, of course, Devin Booker goes lights out and is finally getting that appearance from being so good on the Suns and the Suns being just so bad. But, man, this is just weird. But it's so good for the NBA because these big market teams are not going to be stomping all over and taking all these stars and just coasting their way in the playoffs and making the NBA so obvious to possible matchups. It got annoying. Even for me as a Clipper fan, it got annoying. I can't stand it. All you got to do is complain once as a player. Bam, you're out. You're gone. Porzingis, Dallas already wants him gone because he actually sucks. Luka Doncic, there's talks about him being a chucker, which he already is, and him wanting out of Dallas. I mean, really, who doesn't want out anymore at this point? There's no more Tim Duncan loyalty, and it's frustrating. But for the Suns, good for them. They stayed on their mentality. They kept it going. And same thing with the Bucs. They weren't af- afraid to build around a of They extended him. They said, we got this. Let's make some changes. And they did just that. And it was great to see. As for a Utah Jazz team, they got knocked off. Nuggets looked like they didn't even make the playoffs with their performance. Oh, fuck. I mean, really. So, it's going to be Suns, Bucks, a two-seed, in the Suns being home court advantage versus Milwaukee at the three-seed. It's just incredible, man. I mean, come on. I mean, we, we can be shocked with that, but who who thought Milwaukee was going to make it? Uh, everyone thought Utah was going to beat the Clippers. You don't know anymore, and that's a great thing. This is good because I'm hearing so many complaints on Twitter about this is not the finals we expected, but Come on, did you really want to see LeBron in another one and then Kevin Durant going East? I honestly did not. I'm sick and tired of LeBron. Michael Jordan's the better player of all time. You could debate with that uh, with me any day of the week. Seriously. I mean, come on. There's no defense in today's game, but that's for another day. Um, And it's just incredible with what's been happening in this one. So cherish this moment of seeing the Suns and the Bucks now. Going into the actual series itself, you got great talent. Middleton, Tanakumpo versus CP3, Devin Booker, Jay Crowder. You could even say uh, DeAndre Ayton and Bridges. So my prediction is the fact that I think I'm going to go. I actually think i changed my mind. I had the Bucks yesterday. I'm going to go with the Suns. In a total of six games, squeaking right by six, a very tight six, I'm saying. I wouldn't be surprised if there are seven, but I do think the Suns are going to win in six. Who do I want to win? The Phoenix Suns, without a doubt. Chris Paul, I want to see him win it. I would love to see that man who worked so hard, yet came so far sometimes, to finally take it to advantage because he is, I think, a Hall of Famer with what he has done. And without a doubt. So it would also be cool to see Devin Booker take one. And I wouldn't be mad either way, but I'm actually going to change my mind. I had the Bucs the other day. I'm going to go with the Suns as of now. Credit to the Bucs and credit to Atlanta for putting up a fight. I mean, they beat up the Knicks and then they beat on the Sixers. Thank you. And uh, could not get it done. So I think Trey Young is wanted in both New York and Philadelphia, uh, which is uh, caution. Yeah, he's going to get rained with a lot of booze over there uh, for the next couple years. But Trey Young was able to lift this Hawks team as well as others to what was very unexpected. And you got to credit Atlanta, despite coming up short and not taking advantage of game six without the Bucks having a ton of Kumpo. Uh, you got to give them so much credit for what they had done. No one expected it. So now you got the Bucs and the Suns, and it should be super fun. And I'm really, really thrilled that this is going to be the outcome of it, and it should be a good series. I'm hoping it's nothing uh, that we're, you know, not expecting. But I guess with the playoffs, you just everything is not expected at this point. Uh, game one will be played on July 6th, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, and then if it goes to seven games, we got till July 22nd. So that's the NBA. I got a couple of my predictions right there, and now. I got NHL for you, and of course, Major League Baseball. I'll actually try to glue in as well. For the NHL, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning for so far taking that three nothing lead. It's been a lot of fun seeing them dominate, uh, in which they actually play as of tonight as I'm speaking. Uh, Lightning lead three nothing. Win game one three uh, one. Win game two three to one. They won game one by a score of five to one. That was it. And game three six three. Uh, Montreal has had one heck of a Cinderella story, but this is it. This is the end of the road for them, uh, and it's going to be a shame, but, hey, Lightning are just too good. The new the Tampa Bay Rangers, that's it right there. Uh, the New York Lightning, anything like that. A lot of Rangers players go there, in which not only that, the Lightning beat up on the Islanders, so, of course, I'm running for Tampa Bay. Carey Price deserves to earn himself. A trophy, but that's not going to be happening with this Lightning team being so good and not having Steven Sankos. Because I remember when Sankos went down again, people were telling me, Lightning are done. No, they are so talented. Andres Vasilevsky, Braden Point, uh, Hedman. I mean, come on, man. This team doesn't even try and they get wins. They're just so good. And I like the Lightning. They're a very classy organization. They're not dirty in any which way. Um, so they're a lot like Vegas, so it's pretty cool, and I got to say, Lightning, whether they win or lose, I think they're going to win, but it's been a heck of a joy ad for both teams. Now, last but not least, for Major League Baseball, this is probably one of the quicker episodes, I have to say, the biggest shock in the San Francisco Giants are right now tied with the LA Dodgers in record-wise as the Giants 52-30, and 30. And the Dodgers, 53-31, and despite losing Trevor Bauer as of right now, due to the fact for many reasons. um, Dodgers have won nine straight. Giants have now won two straight. Keep an eye on that division because San Diego has now reached 50 wins. My Padres are going to be in a dogfight through thick and thin in that division. The Giants came out of nowhere and made it real interesting. The New York Mets have a four-game lead. Right now, as the Nationals, who got hot, have been a little cold again. They dropped to a three seed. The Atlanta Braves, almost call them the Falcons. Whoa, uh, are now forty-one and forty-two. They're trying to get over that five-hundred mark and not slip five games under like they have been all year. The Milwaukee Brewers, congratulations to them, who won eleven straight until just recently losing one. They have been on a fire and it's without a doubt about it they did get shut out against the pirates that's baseball but they put up so far a great winning streak that is really openings up for them as of now the, the brewers are 51 and 34 you have the reds who are doing well 1-4 straight at 43 and 40 chicago who's lost nine straight the cubs now sit at 500 exactly 42 apiece not good the cardinals have not gotten over their slump either 41 and 44 so Milwaukee is taking advantage. Look, man, their pitching has been great. Uh, and now the offense is starting to get those runs in, and they are looking to break out of this and really take charge of the NL Central. As for the AL, it's been fun. Tampa Bay has been a little bit of a slump, not so hot, five and five in their last 10. They're four and a half back on Boston, who's 53 and 32. Did anyone expect that? Not one bit. Boston has been on a roll since the start, are yet to get cold, and Toronto hanging in there. As for the New York Yankees, Aaron Boone, Manager of the Year, no? I'm sorry, Yankee fans, I'm going to have to say it. Today, exactly 500, as I'm speaking, Game 2 is being played right now. Uh, the Yankees are under dismantle right now. They just don't have it. Injuries are not. They're not a talented team. Tyone, not that good of a pitcher. Kluber's hurt. Montgomery's okay. Jermond sucks. Severino's never going to be the same again, even when he's back. This team is not that good. And their offensive approach is just the home runs. They lack fundamentals in the Yankees, and no one's pushing them. You got to blame Cashman. You got to blame Boone. This Yankees team doesn't have fun. They don't do anything. And why go out there and get Tim Vacasio, who I guess is a stolen bag warrior, if you're not going to really use him for that, because they're going to, they, knowing the Yankees, they're going to make Brett Garner, the 50,000 year old center fielder, go out and play in the hardest, one of the hardest positions and not put Tim Lacastro out there. They're not going to want to have Tim McCasho steal bases. And even if he does, he's the only player that does it. So why even get him? The Yankees are in full disarray right now. Who knows what they're going to do? The White Sox have been in a little bit of a slump, but so have the Indians. The Indians have lost six straight. The White Sox have cooled down just a little bit but are looking really good with a six-game lead in the uh, AL Central. Uh, So it's looking really good for them. And credit to the Tigers. The Tigers, who we thought were going to be a slump, have really held their own, 38-46. I know it's not the best record right there, but no one expected the Tigers to be like that. In fact, we probably expected them to be 28-56. Um, so for the young talent they have, they're really trying to grow and nourish and understand what they got and what they can work with. So I third best right now in the AL Central. And as for the AL West, man, love them or hate them, the Astros are a good, solid team. They get swept by the O's. They come out. they back to the Houston Astros. They're a talented team, man. They're 52-33, and 33, the best run differential in the majors at 137. Unreal. The Oakland A's lost a toughie to Boston. They're three and a half back. They're still great. Don't sleep on Seattle, man. The Mariners 45 and 45 games over really understand how to use that young talent. The LA angels show. Tani. That's the definition. That's literally it. 31 bombs. He does it all, but he's wasting his talent just like trout out there in Anaheim, which is so a shame. Cause it's such a nice city out there. Um, so that's it. And then you got the Texas Rangers who are the Texas Rangers. Uh, nothing about that. So it's just keep your eye out on those divisions and everything that's happening. Uh, as I'm speaking, the Yankees are up three, nothing right now on the Mets with the three run Gio Rochelle, bomb. Uh, so yeah, baseball, we're really at the halfway mark, a little past it. Uh, it should be a lot of fun to keep seeing what your teams are doing. And just understand that it's not the end one. All it takes is one 10 game or even several game winning or losing streak, and one team is higher than the other. That's the beauty of baseball, man. So one pitch can change your whole season. One little streak and slide can change your whole season. So that's all I have for you guys on this Monday afternoon. For more updates on my podcast, feel free to follow me on Twitter at Take to pr- tune in to previous and new episodes. And also, I have been recently do, been doing ACBL commentary Atlantic Collegiate Baseball League, a league that helps young college kids get more playing time for the respected colleges. It's been a lot of fun. I do the color. I'm color analyst with my partner, Ethan Diller. Uh, games are on the website. If you want to check out their website, just look up Atlantic Collegiate Baseball League and you can check out their whole site there with all the teams and everything about that uh, and schedules and everything. So I'll be broadcasting games within... By early August, um, so it should end soon, but we're almost halfway into the season, so I really support if you guys give it a listen. To listen in, you download an app, click on WRRC1 1077 The Broncos. The app should take you right there, and bam, you are in. It'll be great for you guys to support on that. I have a lot of fun doing it with my partner Ethan Dewar, and I gotta say, it's been a blessing to have that opportunity so far this summer. So. That's all I have for you guys on this Monday afternoon and stay tuned for next week. As for right now, I'm out. Peace.